0: Welcome to the Sportswire Spotlight. I'm Will Catterley. Joining me as always, Dylan Garner. Dylan, great to be with you once again. As this week, we're bringing you the uh, podcast to you from Godwin High School. And Dylan, we're going to have a couple of guests uh, here in just a few minutes to talk competition cheerleading. Because believe it or not, earlier this fall, Mills Godwin, regional champs. Regional champs. Absolutely. Uh, Huge year for them. And actually, Freeman, uh, their competition was runner up there you go
1: i always got to support my mavericks but you know yeah. congrats to Godwin for coming out on top this time but um i think it was a good uh i i really wanted to have this talk about cheerleading because i feel like it's one of those sports that we might not get to as many dealers for x y and z reason right Either, sure you know publicly or in our own space but um yeah it was really you know cool to be able to be here today to chat about that stuff
0: yeah and i mean the thing is honestly i mean it's you go to football and you go to basketball and they're part of the ambiance yeah. but they've got their own competition team they've got a sideline team and, and we'll delve into that uh when we say, say hello to chloe hubbard and uh melissa ellison head coach chloe hubbard is the captain of the competition team and she also participates in uh, the sideline team as well speaking of sidelines speaking of cheer that cheer on, you know, football teams. Obviously, the biggest story in sports uh, here in Henrico was the state championship matchup Uh, everybody had been waiting for for, since the season began, and actually just before Highland Springs moved up to Class 6, and that was Highland Springs and Freedom. Freedom was defending Class 6 champion, Highland Springs defending Class 5 champion, um, freedom now like on a 28-game win streak. Wow. And uh, the two clashed head-to-head. VHSL actually changed the bracket to make it where those two, if they Could met, line up. Yeah. Yeah. Could <laughs> could meet up in the final, which, hey, if you went to Scott Stadium at UVA and watched a game, I can see why. There were a lot of eyeballs on that game, and for good reason. I was
1: going to say, I think they got everything they could have asked for out of that game. That sounded really exciting.
0: And uh, what a game. I mean, um, for the first time in a long time, and I've only maybe seen it once or twice in like, I don't know, 16 years, um, Freedom looked faster. I I don't see many teams that look faster than Highland Springs. Um, And looks can be deceiving, but sometimes speed kills. And early in the game, you know, it's ironic. there, There was only one game we could compare Freedom to. And that was very early in the season they faced Verina. They went to Verina and they uh, Verina fell behind 20 to nothing, came roaring back, lost by eight. Lost one one possession game. State championship. It's like they got used to the speed. It was yeah. weird. State championship game. No different except Highland Springs fell behind 28 to nothing. 28 to nothing. Wow. They lost 42-34. That's I mean, they literally that it should have been, it looked like it should have been a route. Uh Highland Springs couldn't run the football. Freedom could. A couple
1: turnovers early,
0: right? At yeah, least. Christian Martin threw a pass. He never yeah. that he never does. Uh he should have taken a sack or tried to throw it away. I mm-hmm. I, I guess take a sack because he didn't have time. Um, an interception that gave him a two score lead and it things snowballed. But with just a few minutes left in the third quarter, what changed it, you know. This feels like a year ago. We were, we were talking game breakers with Lauren Johnson mm-hmm. on this on this same podcast. It, when it was their special teams that got Highland Springs back in the game, gave them a chance. Uh, they had the kick return from the magician, J'Kairi Henley. And, uh, and then later they blocked a punt, which led to a touchdown. And before you knew it, a 28-point lead was an 8-point lead, which, of course, is just a touchdown, two-point conversion. And if you watch the highlights on Sportswire, it literally was, it felt like if the game was five minutes longer, the Springers would have found a way. It they were lo- just
1: running against that clock. And you yeah. know, that's that's what a four-touchdown hole will do. But, I mean, I think it, I think that kind of score is a testament to how talented that team was. Championship, no championship, right? Like, yeah. it takes to, to be punched in the mouth, basically, right? At the start of the game against the best team in the state that you have faced so far. And to make it make a real run at them where you know one thing one more thing breaks your way maybe and you're either tied with them or winning that game right you know it's a, it's a real testament to coach you know and Christian and you know all his other kids that you know how talented and you know how motivated they are so I mean I, I'm glad the game was as competitive as it was after such a, like I said, I was following along online. I was like, wow, like this is a lot. We expected to be very close. I don't think we, I think we thought it was basically a coin flip, you know, even Mm -hmm. if freedom, we knew how good they were um and it kind of ended up being that way sure but and not the i think the roller coaster of it was not what well, you would have expected yeah
0: i think freedom for a minute thought we're gonna roll through this highland springs like yeah. no I, I love the post game comments by uh, coach lauren johnson he said nobody who wears black and gold ever quits yeah. and there was no quit there and um freedom's fortunate they they escaped with the championship congratulations to them. Yeah. they earned it absolutely. anytime you beat highland springs you absolutely earn it and uh, just to put a, a ribbon on this, uh, still I know the the Springer standards are championship or bust. They won 13 games. They went they went 13 and two. Their two losses were both to uh, this year's state champions, Maury, early in the year at ODU neutral field kind of, and and Freedom. So that's it. I mean that's those were your two losses. If you, if your losses are going to be to state champions. I guess they went to Florida and won a game against Miramar.
1: So Yeah, you, um, yeah, you definitely don't have to debate that standard. That standard is uh, just at the highest level possible, you know, and it might not result in the ring this year. But, I mean, I think the Highland Springs way recently has been, even when there's a setback, you know that that structure and right. that kind of mindset is in place where – it's, it's not over. You know? Right. And, <laughs> the, and there's more to come. They'll be back, no yeah.
0: question. They're, they're loaded. They'll bring back quite a lot of talent next really, year. Really fun run from them. I, I do want to bring up, I don't know if it's a jinx or on our part or if it's a good thing. I'm not sure how to put this, but um, our last Sportswire Spotlight was at Douglas Freeman High School. And just before we had some Thanksgiving, and we were talking to Coach George Bland Freeman the uh, yeah. day before. They were going to face William Fleming, the eight seed in the Class Five playoff. And Godwin
1: was playing too. That same Godwin day. was
0: also playing Matoica. and we were talking about the potential of the Freeman Godwin matchable. Godwin lost. Freeman barely lost. It was an epic game. Well, like two points, one point. It, it, on. it came. It came. To, yeah, it came down to. Uh, it came down to uh, overtime. Yeah. And uh, oh, Freeman right, and kicked then... a field goal, and William Fleming on their possession because each team gets the ball starting at the opponent's ten in overtime. Yeah. They were able to run in for a touchdown yeah, um, so. and, and get the win. And eventually, Matoa could beat William Fleming. Yeah. I mean, tremendous year for um, you know, uh, coach and 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 Freeman, Coach Bland and Freeman. But he's not even the coach anymore. That that I, like I don't know if we jinxed him. He was like, forget football. I'm not going <laughs> to coach football anymore because he's now the new activities director at Deep Run. Yeah. So really fascinating. Like congratulations yeah. To, to yeah to George Bland, uh, new new activities director at Deep Run. And I didn't um I can see it. I think I was gonna uh,
1: say when you see the personality, when you see how he speaks, you can definitely see it. It's just that, you know, right when you think football coach and you know, when you're when you kind of got something going there, you know, you never know who's gonna jump into that role. But I mean you can definitely see the makings of a really good, you know, A D. So, you know, I think we hope that goes great. You know, for, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds great for Deep Run, right? Yep. And now Freeman will have to figure out, you know, what's next for them. But I think at the same time, he's left a really nice foundation where I think if they find the right person to follow him, you know, they can really continue what they've been doing. For yeah, their numbers are
0: huge in their football yeah. program uh, at uh, Douglas Freeman. You know, there's only about 22, 25 people here at Godwin. Uh, student-athletes here at Godwin, who are part of Godwin's competition cheer team. Um, But they were able to bring home a regional championship after coming oh so close last year, and that's why we're here, to talk to head coach Melissa Ellison and cheerleading captain Chloe Hubbard. So here at Godwin High School, joined by head coach of varsity cheerleading uh, Melissa Ellison and... The cheerleading captain, Chloe Hubbard, for the competition team, who are regional champions. First of all, thanks for being a part of the Sportswire Spotlight. And second of all, let's get this, the easy stuff out of the way. How did it feel when you found out you were regional champs?
2: (laughs) It was definitely cool. I think, like, it's hard because our season is short, but it's also, like, (laughs) it's every day. It's Monday through Friday. Um, And it was definitely cool. Because we were so close last year. I mean, we got second place last year, but we still got to go to stage, which was an op- awesome opportunity. Um, but it's just so cool, like actually getting the title and the trophy and everything that comes with it. Um, so that was <laughs> not cool, but <laughs> it was. It, it was sounds pretty cool. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Absolutely.
0: And I. You know, being at those, you're you're huddled and you're waiting, yes, right? And yes. And and you're hearing the and they go in reverse order. Yes, so they are not the saying scores. number one, right? You're like,
2: okay, so we have to do better than that. Okay, maybe we did better than that. This is getting closer. And you're thinking, I don't know
0: if we were that <laughs> yes, good, and then were you were? just
2: squeeze the people next to you even tighter and it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> it it's you know, a lot of people, you know, we we know football. We know basketball baseball mainstream sports you get tons of games uh tons of opportunities to mess up tons of right. opportunities to shine and and coach i'll ask you this i mean you get basically a couple of half you know a couple of minutes of a routine and it's make or break there is no second third chances i mean you may get a second chance if you make that top what four i four. guess right, right. Mm-hmm. uh so Tell me about the mindset from a head coach's perspective of how you can not only get the confidence of your of your team up to be able to perform, get the nerves out of the way, but also develop um, develop what, what their, their routine in a way that you're confident that they will perform well.
3: I think by the time we get to regionals, we have that confidence in them. We've done invitationals along the way to sort of let them get the nerves out, let them feel what the floor feels like, and be ready to go out there. Still, when you get to regionals, that first round is getting nerves out. So it's winning or getting your score high enough that you get to move on um, and then kind of rushing into that next round um, to get ready to perform again. I think with Air group, I always feel like after that first round, we are ready. The second round is easy because the first round we got it all out.
0: Absolutely, and I think a common misconception is when we go to a football game, it's like the cheerleaders are part of the entertainment, right? We talk <laughs> right. about, and we and we'll get into the difference between sideline uh, sideline cheer and competition cheer. Uh, but what uh, the fans don't realize is that you guys are athletes, right? right? <laughs> you're you're competing at a high level. In front of a big stage, and my goodness, by the time you get to the Siegel Center, you're you're performing in front of a lot of people, uh, a, a ton of people, a huge mm-hmm. audience. I think most people, including us, don't really understand what the day-to-day routine is like uh, as you approach the season. So, give mm-hmm. me kind of a brief overview of what you guys do and how you you get to point A to point B, right. which is hopefully a regional <laughs> championship, hopefully right. a state title, right? Right.
2: Um, So I guess it kind of depends, like the year before, you'll see the people that tried out and the team that you had. So this year, our coaches know we're losing me, obviously, as a senior and all the other seniors. So it's like, what are we losing and what do we need to gain from our JV competition team, which has come about recently in the past two years, which is really helpful. Um, So it's like, what are you losing and what do you need to stay in the successful place that we were in? Or maybe higher up at states or um, keep our regional title. So then it's like, what do you do from there? Do you have outside, because there's so many sports still going on here at Godwin, like wrestling and gymnastics are in the gym that we practice in right now. So it's like, where are we going to get space? And it's freezing. We can't practice outside. Um, Well, you could. So it's like, right? (laughs) Kind (laughs) of dangerous, though. It would not be fun. Right. Like the football players do. Yes. But um, so it's like, where do you get the space to practice? And when you need to practice for the offseason, what do you need to do to get where you need to be? And then it's like, do the athletes put in the work outside of school and outside of the offseason to do their own things? Because it's an individual sport before it's a team sport. Like, will I keep up my own tumbling and my own strength outside of the season to bring it back to my team, which is always important?
0: Can you tell coach who has and who hasn't kept up their tumbling, for instance, year in, oh, yes. year out at the cat and cat and see for you?
3: right? 100 percent.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 100%. yeah.
1: Um, I had a quick question for you, Chloe, and this kind of has to deal with that divide between sideline and competition cheering, which you are a part of both. That doesn't apply to everyone, right? Some people prefer one or the other or maybe, you know, I think certain schools maybe Mm -hmm. make you do both. Here you could choose, but you choose to do both. Can you kind of describe your history in athletics, the other things you've done that kind of led up to this point of you being a cheerleader? And then maybe, you know, what you get out of those two sides of that coin and, you know, why you participate in both at such a high level obviously we will get into more about what you're about to do but just why you commit so hard to both of them and what kind of got you to this point yeah
2: so in middle school i did which is typically they don't do competition in middle school they do um just like the sideline cheer for the football players cheer for the basketball players and i did that In middle school, we don't really do tumbling or anything like that. Um, But throughout middle school, I did tumbling and stunting classes outside of my middle school cheer, which got me to be sort of at the level that I needed to be as a freshman coming into Godwin cheer. And then the summer before my freshman year, I did the out-of-season workouts, which is what we called them at Godwin. Um, And we did, like, on the football field in the summer with anybody who was interested in trying out. And you could come, and we would learn cheers or emotions or tumble if we could and stunt if we had the people, but it was really hard because it was, um, the COVID year for my year. So it was like, we were in masks or we were 10 feet apart. So it's like Mm -hmm. the stunting aspect. It wasn't really there, which was really hard. Yes. Um, but then it was like, my two sisters were on the team. So it's like, do we stunt together? It was a whole, it was weird. Um, but I did that before I came freshman year and then I tried out, um, for my freshman year, and we had a football season in March, <laughs> yeah. which was weird. That and we wore weird. masks, and we were 10 feet apart on the sideline, and we cheered to parents who were also in masks. So that was really weird. Um, and it was really hard for a lot of people to come back after that, yeah. because it's like, you miss the students, and you miss the huge crowds that you're supposed to be cheering to. Yeah. And we didn't even sure. have a basketball season. Yeah. So it's like, I never got the basketball season that so many people were like, oh my gosh, basketball is the best. Like, it's so much fun it's so big student wise it's so cool um but i had the faith like in the small football season that i did get like it was so thrilling just being on the sideline and being so close yeah. to the football players and having that experience
0: just having a little bit of normal right back, right yeah. the
2: little bit of taste that i got i was got a, so yeah
0: i got a two-parter for you because you know number one you're the cheer captain and i'm sure <laughs> there's a lot goes into um earning that honor and i want to know how you did and also you know you cover a basketball game you got your point guards you got your centers you got your forwards everybody has a role right same thing in competition cheerleading you've got different roles so for people like dylan and i and the rest of the audience watching they're like what competition cheerleading roles what what, role? <laughs> what roles are there
2: mm-hmm.
0: and in what role do you provide
2: Okay, so um, I'm a flyer. I guess that oh, would be wow. the so you're equivalent the one to thrown up in the air right. at 15 <laughs> feet yes. high. Yes, okay. which is hard because sometimes it's like the flyers are the face. So then it's like our coaches will say right before we go on, like when you're in the air, flyers, it's up to you. Our performance score is based on you guys. So it's like if you're not smiling, there goes the performance score. Which is hard because it's like as a captain, I have to have that face on, and I have to have that face of like even if I had a bad day at school for the eight hours that I was at school and I come to practice for those three hours, I have to push through for uh, the people that are beside me who maybe also had a bad day.
0: Let's see the face.
2: <laughs> you wanna see it? It's uh, like, it's, yeah. but like constant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for like the two minutes that we're, yeah, that were up there. I
1: do that every sports
0: Right, worship.
2: exactly. <laughs> Coach, yeah.
1: Coach Ellison, like we, we've mentioned how, you know, Cheerleading is such an interesting sport because it is the combination of this like tremendous athleticism, but there is like an energy and vibe that she has to bring that is just, I I don't know. I don't know where the percentage points are. It's a big part of it, right? That, you know, happy face, that excitement I think is generally, Mm -hmm. how do you coach something like that? Where we mentioned the margins are so slim, right? For failure, right? If you have a scowl on your face, <laughs> it's as bad as you tripping and falling, right? As a coach, how do you drill those things in to the point where they're getting they're they're not only doing it consistently, they're doing it like perfectly? Because you really, I can't think of a sport. There are very few sports, at least, where I feel like the margin is so slim that it's basically perfect or bust. It's, it's close to it. Well, it I've
0: never seen a football player
3: being thrown fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that. right. You know? With a smile all the
2: whole time. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: we practice what we perform Mm -hmm. and so and I will say the one thing that my Godwin cheerleaders excel in is the spirit they take everything that they do on the sideline and transfer it right onto the floor when we're competing and that excitement and that enthusiasm carries the rest of the performance um, where you might be struggling with a stunt the adrenaline kicks in the excitement the the performance aspect of it and just rolls with it but again it goes back to we practice what we perform mm-hmm. and how many times i know that they hear me say you know nope give me that smile practice give me the you know, g- 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 me that spirit
0: <laughs> so chloe did how yeah. did you become captain though did the did the team vote or was coach ellison here like yeah. she's it
2: <laughs> so i applied um my sophomore year going into my junior year and they there's certain rules, like you have to be on the team for a year, um, things like that, like grades and withstanding with the school. Um, so I applied my 10th grade year going into my junior year because I was on the team 9th grade and 10th grade year. Um, and then the coaches go through the applications and maybe they consult with past captains or people who are on the team. Like, Do you think this person would be a good fit? Who do you think they would work best with? Do you think that person would be a good fit? And it just comes down to what's best for our team right now and the people that are on the team, what do they need for everyone to be successful,
0: but if you become a captain as a sophomore, I, I can't help but think like <laughs> it might be a little toxic, might be a little jealousy from the <laughs> senior. Are there ever those kind of like vibes? And if there are, because I'm sure you know we're we're human beings, right, it happens. Right, yes. How do you how do you put that behind you guys as a team and and still? Because if you're not one out there right. in that two and a half minute routine or right. however long it is, the judges know. You 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 said off off camera off air that you're judge yourself <laughs> so um, the judges know so how right. do you put that behind you
2: well I was a captain my junior year and thankfully I wasn't the first ever junior captain yeah. that was chosen over a there senior so it was like navigation wise like I had someone to be like try to stay back in these instances and try to be heavy footed in these instances and it was always like if there were things like on senior night or things like where it was like a picture with seniors in the front like it was like I was fulfilled enough that I had the captain role to be like this is their moment and like they have worked so hard on this team for four or three or two years and like I will get to be in that place and it's like like I said at the beginning like it's whatever's best for the entire team and I think everybody knows that especially in cheerleading that's a huge you have to know like if you're under a stunt if you're on top of a stunt if you're fronting a stunt, which is just as important as any other position. Like you pull your own weight and you don't worry about anybody else until you do your job correctly. And it's like, if I can't be a teammate, how am I ever going to be a captain?
0: Well said. Although you will have to do some explaining on some of the nomenclature, <laughs> like fronting a stunt. <laughs> fronting. I'm trying to picture.
2: I'll help you. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> every routine is different when I've gone to, you know, y- you do what you can do. So that being said, for you to score high marks and to win in regionals, there has to be a degree of difficulty as part of the scoring process, correct? Mm-hmm. So that being said, what – and I'll ask you guys both this. What, right. what do you think was the toughest part of your
2: routine? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it depends. So, like, we – obviously the beginning routine that we have, the day of choreography, is totally different than that routine that we performed at State's. Whether the difficulty went up or the difficulty went down with right. injury or um, strength building, like you have no idea. And stunt groups will change every day. My stunt group changed the people that I'm with that would be underneath me. That catch um, you. Correct. Right. Um, changed two weeks before regionals. And That's, then it went uh, right back the week before states. That would so scare it's the like, heck out of me. If <laughs> right. I'm going to be
0: thrown in the yes. air, I want people that I know Tell me about catch it. me.
2: <laughs> and it's like, you have to have that trust in everyone. Um But yeah, it's like the difficulty is huge on the score sheet. And I think the most difficult part would probably be pyramid, which is typically at the end of our routine. Mm -hmm. So it's like the aspect of we've done a whole minute 30 of this and we still have a dance after this that we have to make huge. That's where the face comes in for everyone, Mm -hmm. not just the flyers. And um, so pyramid is really hard, especially because it's at the end, but also because it's more than just your own stunt group now. It's like I have to be able to depend on this person because she's holding me up too. And if she falls and we're connected, I could fall. And it's like you can't place that blame. It's a because that's exactly. Coach, and in that's your
0: eyes, what, what do you think? Because you're seeing it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. They're performing it.
3: The routine is made up of two parts, the cheer part and the music part. The music part's the hardest part. Yeah. Hands down. And that's where the hard stunting comes in. The tumbling comes in, you know. As she said, the pyramid comes mm-hmm. in. Doing those skills that you are so reliant, either on your individual group mm-hmm. or on the groups around you. One person misses a foot, and things don't go the way you want them to go. In the pyramid, if the connection of hands doesn't happen at the right time, then it's a deduction. So making sure that all those pieces and parts work together, mm-hmm. as the music goes, as the you know the routine keeps right. on and. You can't stop.
1: And I had another question that, you know, either of y'all can answer based on, you know, your experience as a coach, your experience mm-hmm. as an athlete, you know, in those moments where something goes wrong, right? right? Either, oh. you you know, you aren't caught the right way, right. you know, someone, someone trips somewhere. Like yeah. when that disaster moment strikes, either as a performer or as a coach, do you have any experiences like that you can share and kind of what happens in those moments mm-hmm. and how you within seconds, are able to move on and finish. Because I think that's Mm -hmm. equally as important, right? As if something goes wrong, it, it can't ruin the next thing that happens in two seconds, right?
2: Which is hard because I feel like you can't say many other sports are like exactly. that. Exactly. That's why, yeah. Like it's, it's interesting in football, you get tackled and it's like, well, there's another play. Yeah. But I tripped in a second down. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah
0: you, they take a timeout, you're taken off the field. If right. you roll your ankle, you uh, roll your ankle during a routine back, in competition, right. you still look like this.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm happy. Right. And I'm in real pain.
2: <laughs> right. Um, I think it's just you look at either the crowd and they are like, or the judges or the people around you and it's like i have to do this i have to get back up and i have to make it look like nothing happened mm-hmm. and it's like we've had that at competitions where maybe judges don't even know or maybe you make it look so good that you're fine and it's just the fake it till you make it i say that to everyone especially as a flyer fake it till you make it and you'll make it I've but seen- it's
0: yeah, yeah I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go, Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, but I, I wanted to mention the judges mm-hmm. though because oh, yeah. I've seen there. I mean, they're people too. So, but I've seen the mm-hmm. the bubbly judges like, yay, here they come.
2: There's always the ones that can't. They have to. Break and then a smile. I've <laughs> seen like, and then and then mm-hmm. I see
0: the one ones that are looking at you like this. Oh
2: yeah, constant. And that's <laughs> those are the hardest ones to cheer to. I'm like, I have to look at someone else. Sorry, Coach. Which
1: type type of judge are you? Exactly,
2: you're definitely that one.
3: Are you definitely the stern? You're not yeah. the
0: bubbly one. You're mm-hmm. the stern one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would freak me out. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean,
3: yeah. It's not on purpose though. It's that you just get so mm. focused. So in the zone. You're I have in. a specific thing that I'm judging, and I'm looking to make sure that I don't miss that for that team.
2: Yeah.
1: So.
3: I might forget the smile.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can okay. You're
1: not being judged in that moment, <laughs> exactly. so that's that's all fair. Um, we wanted to ask, uh, you know, we learned, you know, we talked about the region championship, mm-hmm. but your uh, sideline to your team, you yes. actually have some action left. Can you kind of describe, yes. uh, the, sounds like a national championship that you're going to be competing for or something in that ballpark. Can you kind of describe yeah. what's going on there?
2: So um, like Coach Melissa was saying earlier, we have a lot of spirit, and that's something that we heavily rely on on our score sheet. So that kind of took us to a new um, event that we could compete in, and we're really excited about it. We're going to um, UCA game day in February, which is in Florida, Um, and we're really, really excited. So we took some of our competition team that won regionals and we're taking some of our varsity sideline team so we're kind of mixing it because we will
3: sideline activity. Right. right.
2: We will stunt and tumble mm-hmm. um but it's very less. It's a lot less, it's more crowd engagement yeah. and um engaging with the judges and stuff like that, which will really help our spirit levels and things like that. Um so we do stunt and we do tumble but it's a lot less. And we do a band dance and we do um, a cheer and then we do a situational cheer so like in football it would be an offense or defense situation um so we would do a cheer kind of like that it has a lot of signs a lot of props a lot of flags to um really draw in that crowd engagement so we're really really excited for that
0: i assume when you get to the national level level there are Mm -hmm. a lot of teams involved so how do you what's the right way in in cheerleading to Talk trash to another team. <laughs>
3: Never. <laughs> you smile do way that. wider. Yeah.
0: Right? that's a, that's that. a
2: part on the score sheet too, which yeah. is which is really hard. It's really it's really hard, but it, like. It's a different level. There's a different vibe almost yeah. at competitions. Like, it's like when the judges are doing their scoring and we're all like dancing together and like on the mat together, it's like it won't even matter in five minutes when you say that this team beat us. We're just having fun right now. And these are the people that we've been practicing with for so long. And that team, maybe they deserved it on that day. And that's okay.
0: That's a great, great outlook. I do want to play a game though, okay. because this <laughs> is about how. How well do you know cheerleading? Okay. And it's going to be you versus Dylan, and that's why okay. I have oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dylan. Okay. Dylan wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> okay, so we, we try to do this. Nova though design. So I printed out. Okay. And these may not be accurate. That's okay. There's like 130 cheerleading terms, oh, and boy. I know there's probably more. So probably. I'm going to ask you, and then I'll ask Dylan what he thinks it is. Whoever's closest. Gets the Well, dank. should
1: I go first? Because I'm going to be
0: the one. Sure, that you want to go first here. I'll, and okay. then I'm just, you're going to be the one that's correct. This is going <laughs> to be random. This is number 31, according to 130 plus cheerleading terms to know. Okay. okay. Dylan, what is a chin chin?
1: Um, a chin chin obviously is when you are being raised by your teammates, and you kind of tuck your chin back so that your face is square toward the crowd. That's. Actually,
0: pretty close. I
2: love that.
0: It's actually a, a stunting body position, so you're close. In which, the flyer, okay, Chloe, yep, brings one leg up and hooks her foot under her chin. Now, Dylan, can you perform that, that for nice. us? Uh, no, no, <laughs> uh,
2: no. Okay. I was also
1: not close.
0: Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> Although I
1: guess your Ray is in the air. I
2: guess yeah. I got that yeah. one. No, part you of got.
0: It. I mean, you did have. You were on the right track. All right, Chloe's turn. Okay. Uh, how about uh, sixty-three, Herky? What is a herky?
2: Um, a type of jump. So we do jumps, there's toe touches, pikes, hurdler, and then a herky mm-hmm. to the left or to the right.
0: Okay. Jump where one leg extends to the side, so that'd be the left or the right.
2: Right. And the back one is bent.
0: Yep, with the knee pointing down. That's good enough for me. Woo! Winner. Winner. Moving on. Thank you okay. this, bell. <laughs> this one here, I'll give you an easy one, Dylan. Uh, mm-hmm. scorpion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> think about the animal. You can do it. <laughs> scorpion. And that's just to help. Sorry. <laughs> yes, you're is. It's helping r- the competition. There this is what we prizes. do at competitions.
1: <laughs> so it has to be something are you like legs raised over your head? Like are you going like or is someone raising it <laughs> over your head? I don't know. That's the best I got. No, I'm trying uh, to think I, of the stinger of the scorpion.
0: Right. So uh, according to this it's a stunt body position where the flyer again Chloe okay. would would be helping you yeah would grab one foot with one or both hands extend it directly behind her lifting the foot right. mm-hmm. as high as possible and the stunt group so kind of like the, the side is it kind of like the figure skating Yes yes it's a okay. lot like yeah. Yeah. yes it yes. so looks thinking. like mm-hmm. a, you know what I'm giving you half a point for that. Because <laughs> you were that. close. I think he was close. Um, the names are
1: good. If, if you can kind of figure it right. out, that means they're good names. Yeah, All yeah. right, we'll exactly.
0: do just a couple more here. Oh, here's one touchdown. And no, it's not football. What is a touchdown?
2: Oh, okay. I was like, um, <laughs> um, a touchdown is emotion. It's like mm-hmm.
0: this. Yes, this it is, is. a touchdown. I mean, okay. that's, that's basically it. You put your arms up. Yep. I gave her the really easy one. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you an easier one X out. X <laughs> out. Dylan, X out.
1: Uh, is that the thing at the end where you kind of just... Is that the last pose you do? it starts oh, with an X? That was for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. A <laughs> flip in which the athlete oh. begins... Well, what what position do you begin in? I'm just... I was just thinking them stand Like, at the end, them lined up, and just that's their last pose, and it's an X. Or they're, okay. like, coming out.
0: So like That's <laughs> close, but you begin in a tuck
1: position. Okay.
0: All right? And then... You Spread the arms and legs, and then yes, you do make the X.
1: Okay, so that's not too bad. Not
2: really
0: right. like I'm doing all right. It could be yeah. performed as a tumbling skill or a basket. Typically in toss. a basket,
2: right? But we don't do flipping baskets. What
0: um, is a basket?
2: A basket is like when the flyer would stand, so you would create it kind of like this, and the flyer okay. would stand. Oh, and then you go. Okay, yeah. so they Got would it. flip and do their X, and then go
1: this out. is just like a crash right. course for us at this
2: Last, point. There you go. Last this one.
0: Oh, okay. okay. How about a chair sit, Dylan chair sit? Uh, and this is, I'll give you a hint this involves a partner as well.
1: Yeah, I, I,
0: so I you think, think you of, know what it means to be a cheerleader? This is what this is.
1: Is it someone that's like the person is being balanced by other people and then they're holding up the other person? Kind of, so all right. I'm imagining there them is, sitting on a throne is, of a person. Right. Yeah. And then that person. You're,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I forgot to ding you. Um, chair sit. Uh, yeah. Partner stump where the flyer is in a Liberty-style position.
2: Which is right. like one leg. That's
0: another. That. Like well, a flamingo almost. So oh. the base has a hand under her seat and the other hand supporting the lower ankle. That's
2: typically, typically co-ed. Co-ed does that a lot these days. Yeah. So guys like a on the guy, team. Are there
3: any guys on your team? No. Okay. All no, girls. but we're ready for them.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: some of the, Some of the best teams I've seen.
2: The team that won states this year, they had, had guys. Yes. Who was that? Um, Briar Woods in Northern Virginia. They had guys.
1: There you go. Yeah. Briar. Good Woods. way to get a college scholarship too. I know about that. Oh with yeah. JMU. Those those yes. guys got some nice scholarships. So. Yeah.
0: We'll end with this one. Helicopter, Dylan, go.
1: I I, I get all the questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just got to be being. Are you spun around? Like this, or is your entire? I feel like it's got to just be, like, being spun around, like, while you're being held by your feet or something.
0: Uh, it's close enough. I yeah. mean, the flyers tossed in a prone position. I don't know what that is.
2: Just like their oh, stomach. Oh, okay, that, okay.
0: That was the other. And thing you I
2: was, are rotated like,
1: on an axis
2: yeah. before, like, before being
1: caught. Is again. that too ridiculous
0: that
2: no. someone would
1: be like laying down and like, no, you
3: guys There's are actually just good for enough
1: that to one. do that? Yeah. What's the other term for helicopter?
3: Well, it's not helicopter, but if you're turning, if you're standing up and turning and then being turned it's a full around. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. actually
1: okay, yeah. I oh think that's
0: gosh. the best I have done so far. A full out, and that's number 58. There, you go. there it is. Full out. All right. So, anyway, well, there's 130 a of these. We can't do all of them. That <laughs> no, uh, was good, that was kind of fun, though. Yeah. No? But yeah. so how many of these 130 Of course you didn't hear them all. Right. But uh, you know so many of them that uh, obviously they're a big part of your routine. Right. Um as a as a senior now, and, uh, you know, as a, as a cheer captain, what, what what are your plans moving forward?
2: Um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Obviously, I want to continue, hopefully, my cheer career, um, but we'll see. Obviously, the school aspect of it would come first. Like, I would yeah. want to be at a place that I would want to do school there before I would want to cheer there, and that's really important in me for a coach to think the same things as well.
1: And would you – would you still continue both of those or when the college ranks, does that split like as far as competition versus sideline? Do you have any Yeah, it's definitely different. So
2: it just depends. Like schools around us, like Virginia Tech, they have an all-girl competition team Mm -hmm. and then their sideline team is only co-ed. Gotcha. So that would be different. You'd have to make a choice on that and Mm -hmm. you'd have to make a choice on all-girl or co-ed and Mm -hmm. then competition and game day.
1: So you're open to both depending on the situation? But I think
2: I would definitely love sideline more um, just because I love like the – crowd engagement of that and competition yeah yeah Uh, competition in college is a lot different it's not really like the competition here in high school um but it's just a little bit different
0: last one for you coach um and this is a tough question because every group brings i'm sure a different energy kind of a different attitude maybe even but you saw this team this year win regionals and uh, attempt to win at states and just fall short what do you think they need to do next year to go over that next hump and actually bring home a state title?
3: <laughs> that is a hard one. It's
2: a loaded one. It's, it's, it's a little yeah. loaded, <laughs> like it's a big season yeah. It's, it's, yeah.
3: it's every and one of the things we ask at the end of the season, we ask every girl that's coming back to say, you know, what can you do that you didn't do this year? What can you work on in the off season? So they all will have that goal of what they want to try to work on. Um, as a team, let's yeah. just throw it out there. We want more tumbling. Yeah. We've been really strong in tumbling until the last couple of years, and we've seen a little bit of a downslide. So let's, we're going to focus a little bit on that.
0: Up the ante. Also, um, Godwin guys, uh, the state (laughs) champion, had guys that really performed, and Briarwoods won because you guys aren't on the Godwin cheer team. So. Just my, saying, not saying, just saying.
3: My first year at Godwin, we had a guy on the team, and he brought a whole different kind of excitement to the sideline, yeah. and we'd love to have that again. We there need
1: you. the shot putters. We need we, yep. need, the, we need the strength in there. Well, I don't know. Pull <laughs> vaulters probably. Yeah. yeah, Wrestlers. Be Wrestlers. Yeah.
0: Wrestlers, yeah. Wrestlers yeah. Flexibility. Train, yeah.
1: train for the winter. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Why not?
0: Yeah. Why not? Guys, I appreciate you being part of the Sportswear Spotlight today. Thank it was you. a joy. Thank you, guys. Thank
1: you. That was a really exciting episode, Will. Uh, I'm glad that you got to grill me on my terminology. <laughs> uh, I thought, I mean, what I got like you got a half point, point and a half. Like I, I think I was in the ballpark on at least a couple of them, especially the last one. I think I'm giving myself quite a bit of credit. Well, so, on, so
0: the nice things on some of those terms is that you can get partial credit because it's like a complex set of movements. Yeah. There's so, a lot of things going on. Yeah, uh, you did okay. I wouldn't have done. Yeah. I wouldn't have done any better. Put the it that fact
1: way. the fact that you know Chloe can actually do those things is probably the more impressive feat. So the fact that she
0: actually would want to, to me, is is even more impressive. Because I I don't, I would not want to be thrown. Up. I know I've, I said it a couple times in, while we were talking to them, but I, I would not want to be thrown into the air and then not know if people are going to catch me. On the bottom end of that, It's just. Like, when I ran track in, in high school, there was this guy that was just, just crazy, but he had to be to be a pole vaulter because who wants to pole vault, you know, 25 feet up into the air scary, and man. hope that you land correctly? Because if you don't, there's going to be a problem.
1: There's going to be a lot of problems. And uh, But, I mean, I think it, um, it those types of performances that Chloe and her team have to put on, I mean, we talked about the practice and the perfection, mm-hmm. right, that goes into that and, you know, a coach like that you have to have everything hit the right marks and you know you have to have that dedication so it was really cool hearing from them about the little little things that we don't think about the behind the scenes of how hard they have to work how right. many different people have to kind of come together to make something like that happen because it's it, like I said it, there's parallels right when you when a when a blocker is moving in football you know, you have to have a lot of you have, to have a lot of pieces in motion. A lot of moving but parts. Yeah, like I said, the stakes and the margin for error are so small in cheerleading, and it's really cool to hear how they process that and how yeah. they see that and how they feel that in the moment.
0: Well, definitely, it's a it's a celebration. Not it's not just a celebration of what they were able to do winning a regional title, but it's also a heads up to people who don't realize what their day to day life is like the work that they put in getting up early in the morning finding time in that gym having off season the parallel again another parallel to football having off-season conditioning tumbling mm-hmm. stunts all those things and then two and a half minutes to prove your season right it, i mean it i know that coach, that coach coach yeah. was talking about you know they go to a couple other um events to kind of get the nerves out and stuff yeah. like that but um yeah, everybody. They work really hard, and it's not easy what they do. So, congrats to Godwin and for their sideline cheerleading team um, yeah, I was going to, to nationals. Yeah, That's-
1: and they got a co- They what got about a month, month and a half to prepare yep. for that. So I'm sure coach will have them ready to go. It sounds like a interesting kind of hybrid between the two. You know, it's basically the sideline cheering with a little more, you know, acrobatics. Yeah, um, which sounds really exciting. And um, you know. I- captain over here you know i think she was definitely prepared for both ends of that with the energy she brought here and you know how talented she obviously is so um you know we wish them luck and all the preparation Absolutely. and hopefully we have you know good news about their results in february sure or whenever that is
0: i, I i'm kind of surprised they can't talk smack to the other team but it is what it is like i said
1: you just you just smile brighter than the next person that's the, that's as good as you're gonna get even I if think. you
0: mess up you smile yeah <laughs> i mean that that in, my, in itself is pretty crazy too it um, takes a
1: lot of... I cannot imagine. Like, imagine every time you messed up something, you just got to have that same face ready right. to go so it looks like nothing happened. You know, I'm sure I'm sure she has messed up something a hundred times and no one's ever seen it because she trained her face to do the right Can thing. Can you imagine trying
0: to apply that in real life? That's what
1: I'm saying. Like, imagine if you, you know, deleted your file off your computer and then you walked into our boss's office with a smile on your face.
0: My show's gone. <laughs> Yeah, every all my media is gone. We didn't even record this thing. We have to do it again. Uh, No, but and that's not the only thing coming down on the pipeline. Um, Now that football is over, obviously this is and and, uh, cheerleading for the most part, except for nationals for sideline. Uh, You know, the big one is basketball. Obviously, you got gymnastics. You got wrestling coming up, Uh, but basketball is already hitting its stride. And it gets weird because you get that strange winter break we're about yeah, to jump I was about to into. Say,
1: the winter winter's an interesting time because you get that first like what three four weeks maybe. Yeah, you of get action. a couple of weeks. You get and two then, or three weeks. Then. Like I know indoor track has gotten some meets in and stuff like that. Then you hit that lull, and so right. and then things will kind of. There's those holiday tournaments. So basketball kind of gets on a little still bit. Goes a little. Wrestling yeah. gets a little bit, but then. Once, like, I feel like the first week of January, it goes like full throttle. Because as soon as they're back in school, it's like meets, games, matches constantly. There are
0: some teams already standing out, though. And there there was actually a couple of big games played right here at the Eagles' Nest, like, uh, I don't know, 50 feet over there um, in the gym. Uh, Glenn Allen, Godwin, uh, both girls' teams are very good. That went down to, that was a two point finish. Uh, Glenn Allen getting the win on the road. And the Glenn Allen guys, they go in. I, I have to double check to see if they have another game before the break. I, I'm pretty sure they do this this coming Friday. But uh, if they win that, they'd be 7-0. and But uh, as of this recording, they started off the season 6-0. and All you can do is beat who you beat. They beat some good teams along the way, including Godwin. And then uh, Tuesday night, I went to Verina, defending two time in a row, defending state champs. KJ Weish is back. And now he brings in his little brother Caleb Weish, who oh. if you remember, yeah, he was the quarterback who from JV mm-hmm. who took over in the Highland Springs game and just threw three touchdown passes against the Springers. Oh, we know so.
1: he's got some juice. <laughs> yes. And
0: the kid's talented with a basketball, too. And um, yeah, they've they've got some weapons that team. Malachi Cosby's another one on that team. Um, I can go on and on with the names, but that – that is definitely another legit team. Uh, if I'm someone else, I would not want to play Verina because Patrick Henry's good. They beat a, a really good deep run team who happened to beat Highland Springs. Now Highland Springs will have some of their football players back on the yeah. team, and that'll change some things. Uh, they look good on, uh, on the ladies' side. Brianna Robinson is a name to remember at Hermitage. Go watch a Hermitage girls' game this year, a varsity girls' game. Watch that girl play. Uh she might average. Well, first of all, she always gets double digit score. I mean, and it's usually 20 to 30 points. Ooh. But she might also get double doubles uh with steals. Okay. I mean, because she averages almost it, it looks like she gets 10 steals a game. Either way, it's always a steal and a score too. So it's yeah. a complete momentum changer. Uh Hermitage might be might be sneaky, sneaky good. So that's
1: when you have a player like that. You can never count them out. Like I remember seeing um, – this is, you know, Chesterfield, but Megan Walker, the yeah. days of her at Monaghan. And, yeah. you know, Monakin had a lot of great players. But when you have one star like that and, you know, games on the line or, you know, seasons on the line, it it pops, you know. And when you have someone that talented, it can go a long, long way, you know, even, you know, just with a solid team around her. So I'm really excited to see what the Panthers are up to. Yeah,
0: and, and speaking of talent um – um, Regardless, on the girls' side, you're going to have to get... Thomas Dale's really good. Yeah. But in terms of Henrico, good luck beating Highland Springs. I mean, they they still press you. They still turn That's you over. They yeah. still score off of defense. They make it a nightmare. I would not want to coach against Franklin Harris's team. I would not want to go against them. Um, they are truly a, a legit title contender once again, as they, as they normally are. And again, moving up to Class 6 and... By the way, if you go to a basketball game, there's some rule changes. Like there's a there's a few rule changes when it comes to fouls. So, it used to be you get once you get to 7 team fouls, you shoot a one and one. You make you make the first shot, you get a second one, right? Or if you miss it, it's, you know, a live ball rebound situation. Now they just go to 5, and it's automatically into the double bonus mm. at 5 fouls. So, teams I what I've noticed so far, I don't know if it's going to work this way, but what I've noticed so far is the pace of the game is speeding up, because teams don't want to foul, yeah. because once you get to five, the other team gets two shots. Now they do reset every quarter instead of by half, yeah. But every team gets two shots once it's at five, and They'll you can pick up five fouls in a yeah. hurry. I mean, it's not it's not hard to to get five fouls on you. So as a team, anyway. So that'll be interesting. Um, and obviously, you know, in the upcoming sports wires, we'll, we'll delve deeper into wrestling, see who the top uh, wrestlers are uh, already covered. One of the gymnastics meets There's some really talented gymnasts in our in our county and in our area. And, and there's, you know, it's indoor tra- indoor track <laughs> season. Right.
1: It'll be indoor once we get to January until then they're kind of roughing it outside the rest of the time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think, um, I checked quickly before our show today. Right. We had currently have three or Henrico currently has three girls who are at the top of their events. Um, that's a Tucker Glen Allen and Highland Springs. Um, so that'll be worth monitoring. These kind of standout yep. athletes at these places we will, we will probably end up checking in with some of these at some point. And then, Uh, Swimming is currently underway, too. I don't know if we got to mention it last time, but Highland Springs Springs. has their inaugural swim team competing right now. They got, what, 16 or so? They got a
0: good size team for their first first team. So congratulations to the Springers. Um, And, uh, yeah, so we'll be monitoring that uh, very closely. But lots going on. Uh, We hope that all of you enjoy. Have a great holiday season. I know I'm going to, or try to, anyway. Uh, But until then, uh, you'll see us somewhere else. Uh, For uh, Dylan Garner, I'm Will Catterley. Thanks for being a part of the Sportswire Spotlight.